Okay, and we're back. <laughs> hey guys, I know I haven't been on this podcast in like, I don't even know how many months it's been. Like I haven't even checked my Spotify. Honestly, let's go check real quick. Let's see, let's see, let's see. My last podcast episode was October 23rd. Of twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's been like a really long time. Also, guys, by the way, my bestie my anonymous bestie roommate is here. Um, she doesn't have a mic because I'm a poor ass bitch and I can't afford to buy another mic at this point. So you'll hear her, but she'll sound like a little muffled. But yay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm coming to you guys with like new content because like also pause we have two dogs and if you hear them i apologize we can't really put them anywhere because this is their home and they also don't listen to anything i say besides one of them charlie's like the best well he's a baby little babes the puppy's a demon the puppy is a demon his name is cowboy so if you hear us yelling cowboy we're not talking to an actual cowboy it's just the dog's name i sound like a fucking earhead anyways um, <laughs> so basically, I know my content is a little bit like up and down. I do just what I fucking please. I mean, the title of this fucking podcast, it says just doing my best, which is currently my life. My life is always just me doing the best that I fucking can. The bar is low. The bar is exponentially low. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying to raise this bar a little bit higher. I'm trying to go through my new year's resolutions which i never actually wrote down they were just all you know pinpoints in my brain did you ever do a new year's I resolution think new year's resolutions are like you jinx yourself like i think if you have a new year's resolution it's like you're bound to not do it so like writing things down or like just even thinking about it? no writing things down is fine i just think that like doing it on the first of the year and being like this is the year like i've tried that a hundred times and i've never done it like I guess I'm just better at doing it when I have the urge to do it or the motivation as opposed to putting a date on it because that sort of, I don't know how to describe it. I just have like a superstition, I guess, that I feel like it will jinx you or something. I don't know. I don't like New Year's resolutions. See, I'm the same. I mean, I don't know. I think, I know I have made resolutions in the past and never fell through with them, but that I think was just my like personal motivation of like, I don't have the motivation. It's more like I need discipline. <laughs> but this depression. time around, exactly, crippling depression. But this time around in my life, I feel like I just really want to get shit done and get to where I need to be because, you know, I always say this is going to be my year, like you said, and then it doesn't turn out to be my year, and then I'm like, well, pitting myself yeah. yeah pitting myself or just dis- being disappointed in myself even more than I initially was to create the fucking resolutions so this time around I'm trying to like really follow through with at least being in the moment of what I want to do I guess if that makes sense like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a resolution but it's more of like a reason to start doing something yeah like I that. you know it's more of like my intuition so and my feeling um multiple- get skinny Okay, mood. Skinny queen. <laughs> get skinny. Well, you can't get sk- too skinny because we don't like skinny bitches in this house. No, I mean, the most I want to weigh is like 130. I'm just kidding. That wasn't very positive. All women are beautiful, but just not in this house. <laughs> all women are beautiful. We support all women, regardless of skin tone, size, eye distance, <laughs> nose <laughs> size. 
<laughs> no sizes. Like, we don't give a fuck, but okay? the second you piss me off, I don't care what you look like, you're You're ugly. getting the fuck out of my house. You're ugly. Mm-hmm. We have an instance. <laughs> we have an instance of that, of one of her. Oh, God. I don't really want to talk. It's not like we're... Tr- okay, one thing about my podcast is I don't want it to be, like, we're spilling tea about bitches in our lives because, like... We do that on our own. I don't need to spread it out to yeah. podcasting. But it's more of like, it's a, it's a, I think it's a good topic of conversation to be like, my anonymous roommate has a boyfriend who lives with us. He has friends and one of his friends has a girlfriend. Oh my God, there's something in my eyeball. Sorry guys. And has this girlfriend and the girlfriend caught her man sneaking glances towards my direction and then shortly after they left. So then fast forward to another interaction we had with each other where they came over again. This time she just never even spoke a word to me or said hi to me like as soon as she got there and like I kind of was like I noticed it my anonymous roommate's best my anonymous bestie roommate sister <laughs> caught on and, and like I was peeped also it. Like- the second time that they came, well, the first time too, every time, honestly, all the time, I was a little bit intoxicated, so I was kind of all over the place, and I'm also really oblivious, I've realized, mm. like, over the past few instances, like, yeah. <laughs> for example, when we were eating breakfast yesterday, the two of us and my boyfriend, and apparently the server was making eyes at my boyfriend, and it was making both you and him uncomfortable, and my dumbass was sitting there not a candle. <laughs> I literally didn't even notice. Just so. eating her breakfast. Yeah, I'm very oblivious, apparently, to some things, but I didn't notice. Mm. And so after everyone left and we talked about it, I was so confused because I was like, okay, well, don't be giving my best friend dirty looks or whatever. Right. But also, like, I felt so stupid for not seeing it. Like, I mean, what? it honestly, like, you weren't the only one that didn't see it because Amory was sitting in the same room with us. Right. Or, fuck. <laughs> um, my Tina. anonymous bestie's <laughs> sister's girlfriend. This is a clusterfuck. They're going to be like, I can't even listen to this because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, that bitch, she was in the same room. She didn't even realize what the fuck was going on. Like, we were talking about it in front of Adam. Damn it! <laughs> We were talking about it. I was talking about it in front of my roommate, my guy roommate, and he was like, "No, she's not like that." And I'm like, "He doesn't know a damn thing." You don't thing. fucking know he her, bitch. Know a damn thing. Anyways, but yeah, like, I, it's the reason why I brought it up was I don't even know why I brought it up, but the moral of the story is, as women, we should come together and like punish the men who are being wrong. In the situation, if she was being wrong in the situation, all right, let her be her. Like, I don't, you know, I can't control that. But if it's the your boyfriend who's being like this and acting that way towards another woman and makes you feel uncomfortable, then you should so treat the girl as if however you treated her when you first met her with respect mm-hmm. and not just, like, with a stank-ass face and, like, not say anything to you when, like, I was offering her, like, oh, do you want food? Like, do you yeah. want water? Like, I was talking to her. I was asking her, you know. And she was just like, oh, no, I'm fine. But she, like, never, she did not look at me in the eyes once. And it's so weird. Like, it's just odd to me. Ew. Yeah. Anyways, so that was a good intro. I feel like we spewed for, like, nine minutes, and that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So I don't have, (laughs) 
I don't have like categories as to what exactly I do on this podcast. I just do as I please. So I'm going to go on Reddit and I saved a few stories that I would like to talk about and spew about and get people's opinions on it because I think that's fucking interesting. So I have like three stories. They're long. Some of them are long. Some of them are not long. So yeah, we're just going to spew about people's things. Kind of how like you were talking about how you don't really know what the fuck this podcast is about. Uh, One of my favorite YouTubers, I think her name is Ashley Norton. I have to look it up. That could be totally wrong. But she does like, not story times, but like explanation videos. She would like do deep dives on stuff or whatever. And she literally has the most like random shit. Like none of it makes sense together as a channel, but... Or kind of like Sloan, like none of his, yeah, like yes, technically a commentary channel, but none of his topics coincide with one another. No, yeah, he's just a commentator. But that's the thing, like, so it's crazy that you say that because when I got onto YouTube recently, like, I don't know, I feel like I took a break from YouTube and then I got back into it. You're also in the process of like moving and like had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, this happened years ago. Like, I was not as into YouTube as I was in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Keenan JC and, like, the uh, beauty gurus. Like, that was what I used to watch in high the school. The British YouTubers was a moment British YouTubers. <laughs> that whole moment. Like, Zoella. Yes. Recently getting back into YouTube and, like, finding my niche again with YouTube, I got into so many commentators or, like, people who will comment on, like, pop culture. I follow, like, five people who do that. I, like, didn't mean to, but me too. Yeah. I realized I've been, like, subscribing and following people who I, like, have been very interested in, like, deep dives of whatever topics it may be. But, yeah, I like just, like, because I definitely had a face for makeup. I know you're big into beauty. And I can definitely, like, hold a conversation about it, but it's not a huge, like, hobby of mine. So beauty videos don't really interest me so much anymore. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I feel that. And, like, I got into, like, not only commentators, but I got into serial killers and, like, that kind of thing. So I was watching, like, true more crime on YouTube. Form, mm-hmm. More longer form yeah. content. Yeah, more. I love long form comment, like, com- content. Yeah. Like, I like sitting here for an hour, 30 minutes, or 45 minutes, listening to somebody just talk about something. I agree with that. I love when I um, see, like, a, a 40 YouTube minute video. video. It's like 40 minutes. I'm like, right. oh, hell yes. Yeah. Anything over 40 minutes, and you know I'm about to get cozied up on the couch. Yeah, and you know, I also think it's because I watch YouTube in the shower. Like, when you I'm do. showering, I watch something or you I don't listen have to, to something. You to change it with your wet ass hands. You yeah. You to be the same length as your shower. Yeah, and usually I used to listen to music, but now I just. Me too. I love I watching YouTube. I have an obsession with music, but music is for cleaning and in the car, and yeah. showering is for. YouTube videos. Or, like, if I'm just in the mood to listen to music and, like, lay in my bed. Well, that too, yeah. And, like, have, like, a vibe going on on mm-hmm. the TV, like... Background music. Ba- not even background music, but, like, background music with a cute background. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like, the hearts you could put on the screen. Yeah. Like that. That'd be such a vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna do that soon. <laughs> just to meditate and, like, be in within myself. Which, speaking of, I feel like my i know we haven't got onto the fucking reddit yet so actually i'm not going to talk about this i'll probably talk about this at the end of the podcast if i want to so here we go let's do the first one 
it's I'm am I the asshole? I don't know if you guys know that Reddit thread. That Reddit thread. So I picked these. I just read the title of them because I didn't want to read the full story because I wanted to be kind of like shocked as I was with you guys. So am I vetting these that are they're gonna be good? I'm not. They might not be fucking good at all. But this is just a test run. Like I do want to continue doing this specific thing, but I might have to read them before. So basically, like I said, I didn't read these. I just read the title because the title got me and I thought they were like pretty interesting. I did start reading a bunch of other ones on my Reddit page because I followed a bunch of different Reddit threads that I thought would be interesting to talk about. Um, So I was going through them a few days ago and I found quite a few that I liked, but I forgot to save them for some reason. So these are the ones I have and I'm pretty sure these are the ones that I didn't read. So bear with me, you guys. So the first one is called, Am I the Asshole for Expecting My Boyfriend to Pick Me Up from Work During a Snowstorm? Already, yes. Edit for info. <laughs> but we, not actually. I have to hear it. We live in Southwest Ontar- Ontario, Canada. He's been driving for eight years. His car has winter tires and is in good working condition. If I wanted to be put on as in a secondary driver, I'd have to talk to his dad about it, and I'm quite shy when it comes to that. Why the fuck do you have to talk to his dad about that? Well, because of his dad, it's he's in, on his oh. dad's insurance policy. I was like, what? That's what she was referring to, so I'm sure she's about to say, like, oh, <laughs> I can't drive the car because I'm not on the policy, and I'm too scared to talk, blah, 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 blah. And really, before you even get into it, in my opinion, if your boyfriend actually had interest in you being put on that policy, he, he would have done that for you. Yeah. Which, if he's like, why don't you do it? He right. doesn't want you on there anyway. Mm-hmm. I work 96 as the closer of my classroom at a daycare, no, cho- no choice to call in due to weather. The weather app said snowfall 5 to 15 centimeters, which is significantly is significant, but to Ontario residents is not any indication of needing alternative travel plans. The storm started at 3 p.m. with 2 to 4 centimeters per hour and 70 to 80 hour winds. I didn't dress more wet dress more weather appropriately because when I left the house at 7 a.m., all I knew was that it was going to going to snow but it was monday and he'd be there to get me he doesn't get on his game until 10 or 11 after we've eaten dinner watched some tv and spent time together thanks for the relationship advice but if i wanted wanted i would have posted on relationship advice wait bitch what what the fuck? don't get a fucking attitude with us bitch wait, wait 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 did you just start reading a different story <laughs> no she's giving us pointers before the story begins oh okay so yeah pointers he gets on his game after got it 10 to 11 his ultimate reason for not coming to get me was safety and not wrecking car because we needed to move in two weeks, which leads to the fact that we're moving to a much closer apartment soon and none of this will matter. So I'm like, does she not know like, Should no, I just I read it? Hear, I want to hear the end. Okay, okay, okay. As well. All right, I was like, I'm like I was just like, I'm confused. Okay, I didn't, ex- okay. Yesterday afternoon slash evening, we got hit with a wicked storm near zero visibility. Plows couldn't get ro- roads cleared fast enough. 20-minute commutes were taking over an hour. I have a license, but no car. My boyfriend has both. We live together. He doesn't work. Rich dad. Just sleeps until 3 to 4 p.m. and plays video games all night after I go to bed. My work is a 20 to 25-minute drive, mostly highway. We have an agreement that he picks me up from work on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I take the bus every morning at and I bus home on Tuesdays and Thursdays. When I bus home, he has dinner ready for me, just something frozen cooked in the oven. It's three different bus lines, takes about 90 minutes. Uber slash cab is between 40 to 60 dollars. I'm not allowed my phone while I'm at work, so I get off at 5.30 to a bunch of texts from him about how Maps is estimating 51 minutes for him to get to me and how awful it is out there so he isn't going to come. I was annoyed, but seemed 
but semi-understanding. He seemed apologetic and kept saying, I hope you don't hate me. I stood in blizzard conditions from 5.45 until 6.20, waiting for my first bus, scheduled to be there at 5.58. My legs were numb and covered in ice pellets, which then melted on the heated bus and made me soaking wet. With each connection, I grew more and more irritated until I was nothing short of livid. For my livid. For my last connection, I was in the cold from 7.20 to 8 o'clock. I didn't get home until 8.30. I ran myself a bubble bath, ate leftover pasta while in the bath, and not went, and then went to bed. It took everything in me to not lose my shit on him for leaving me to commute in a storm. Even this morning as I left for work and he was cuddled up in bed, I had to bite my tongue. So, I what I got from it, I don't think you're the asshole. I think what you did was just be understanding instead of being like... The instead of being like, listen, I understand... Okay, even if my boyfriend was like, I'm not coming out, I'm sorry, try to find me some transportation. Try to be like... Or I meet you halfway, or like something. Well, here's my whole problem: snowstorm or not, and like I understand that everyone has different opinions on this. I'm very lucky; my boyfriend is like a saint. But if I were in that exact situation and I had a boyfriend with no responsibilities, and maybe he does have more responsibilities that she didn't include in there because she was just like angry and trying to be quick and get it posted or whatever so like this could be wrong to the situation but if he does nothing all day but sleep till three or four and has a rich daddy why wouldn't he want to be supportive enough to at least dress like monday wednesday friday fuck you Mm. you can pick me up every goddamn day i'm not ready a 90 minute bus ride and again i'm spoiled like maybe in public bus isn't that bad i personally if my boyfriend was at home like fucking thumbing his ass because (laughs) he can i'd be like you can't come pick me up i mean i yeah i get that i would be the same way especially if he's not doing anything like if he's doing something on his time where he doesn't have a job but he's like working out or like doing whatever yeah like i would get that but i'm also like it's a small window every day where yeah it's not like all over this place and also as much as i'm thinking you know i'm imagining if my boyfriend had nothing to do and i were working and i'd expect him to pick me up but if roles were reversed, right, and I'm home all day, and this isn't just, like, because she feels like it. She doesn't have a car. There's one car between the two of them. So if I was the person sitting at home with access to the car, I would just do I it. would be happy to drive my boyfriend to and from work because yeah. what the fuck else? But that's just, like, you know, no, yeah. love language and stuff. I feel like that. I agree. That's why I was trying to say. I understand where she was coming from, where she was like, no, it's okay, I get it. I wouldn't want to do that either. Like, maybe she, if it was the opposite way around, maybe she would have been like, yeah, fuck you too, type shit. And if he's, like, maybe a nervous driver, you know, I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, it could be so many things, but I think based off of what she told us, I think he's the asshole because, let's say, you know, she was pissed off from doing everything she had to do to get through the snowstorm and get home. But by the time I get home, I would like my food to be ready. I would like you to be comforting me and holding me and, like, warming me up, making me a bath, like, being a fucking sweet boyfriend. Because I couldn't come and get you, now I'm going to take care of you when you get home. That's something I think he should have done and and he didn't do. again, something I'm not very well educated on, we do not live somewhere where it snows. I've never driven in snow. I've been in snow, like, five times total. Like, I do not know about it. It's horrible. And I'm not sure, like, how it affects different vehicles on the road. But if he doesn't want to get in the car to pick her up because it's unsafe, but you want her to get on a big-ass public bus on icy-ass roads... But remember, she said when she was prefacing, she said he had snow tires. 
they've lived in Ontario, Canada. They know how it gets. And there. I don't. I mean, I could sound like a big fat idiot right now, but would a public bus be a safer option on icy roads? Because no. I'm comparing that to like like a garbage truck or something. When you're no. trying to break, Any, it takes like, longer yeah. to break. It's no. It's a big ass bus. I remember when I was little, me and my mom got into a snowstorm, like a crash. Mm-hmm. Because of the roads just being... And we were in a regular Schmengler car. Yeah. And we, like, spun and hit a snowbank. See, that makes me wonder, like, bus meaning it's safer because you're in, like, a bigger thingy or if it's I, less safe. But the thing I is... I would be scared. But the thing is, he has fucking, like, snow tires. Like, he's rich, supposedly. Like... Oh, yeah. You know, like, rich. he has... like, And if he's that rich he, where he doesn't have to have a job, I'm sure you could have found someone to help her. Did like, a fucking chauffeur or something. What's their ages? Let me see. Because no. that's my question is, okay, rich He's daddy. been driving for eight years. His car has winter tires and is in good working condition. That's all If you are using the fact that he has a wealthy dad or whatever who's willing to support him, then I have a bunch of questions about that. Because how old are you? And are you just going to have your parents pay your bills your whole life? But that's another thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is... Like, I just... I guess I need more information. But with the information that I have presented to me, it sounds like he's the asshole easily. And I yeah. like, literally tell him to kick rocks. And I just, like, looked at the comments and someone was saying, like, you just said it was near zero visibility. So how the fuck was he supposed to drive you? How the fuck's a bus driver supposed that's to drive exactly you? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, how are they big ass bus drivers? Like at that point, if he's worried about safety, he should be telling your ass to sleep at the daycare. Where's I literally just said big ass bus drivers as if the fucking bus driver was big. I meant the bus was big, obviously. We are not going to discriminate against any <laughs> bus drivers in the zone. You can be skinny and drive a bus. Yeah. You can do anything. You can do whatever you do anything you set your mind to. Yo, school bus drivers make terrible money. School, my... They deserve more money to be putting up with those fucking kids. Guys. I saw some shit on the school bus growing up. Like, that was where kids get unleashed. Yeah. And I, my (laughs) step-grandfather, he was a... (laughs) Okay, maybe another day I'll talk about my step-grandfather. That's a story in and of itself. Yeah, that's like... That's fucking crazy. I forget about that story. And My too, life is a movie, guys. I've never met anyone with a more fucked up life. <laughs> We've known each other since we were 13. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a constant downhill battle. Mm-hmm. Or uphill. I don't know. I guess uphill it's like, harder. It's like Going hill. downhill, it's like, but an uphill battle. It's like... No, there's been great, groups. beautiful moments. And yeah. You're, you're a happy, like, positive energy person anyways. But there's like which took either. a long way, guys. I was never not like hard. this. <laughs> but I'm like, who did you like? Were you a gang member in a past life? Like, did you do something to piss off the universe? No, you know what I think it is, and I I know this for like everything that's in me. I know this is true. I'm karma for other people. Well, that's dark. <laughs> No, but it, it's like I get I put blah, blah, blah. I'm put in people's lives for them to learn lessons for me also to learn lessons, but I never do anything bad to people. And I'm not saying this just to be like, oh, I'm a prissy bitch and I'm a princess and I don't do anything bad. No, bitch. I've probably made obviously I've made mistakes in the past, but I've never fucked up as much as people have fucked me up. Yeah. 
That's definitely true for you, I think. And that's why I think, like, and it's not, like, minor fuck-ups. I'm talking about go-to-jail fuck-ups. Like, really fucked-up shit. Because I would say that I like to think that I'm a better friend than some of the friends I've had in my past. But I'm also well aware that, like, there are specific people I can think of that I got toxic as well. And even though this probably isn't the most mature thing to say I don't necessarily feel bad for the fucked up shit I was doing at that time mm. because for the most part it was in retaliation which is doesn't make it okay like I know I'm not sounding mature right now but I don't really give a fuck <laughs> and it's like I've had some fucked up shit done to me but not shit that like you should go to jail for yeah like yeah my I think like oh my best friend fuck my boyfriend yeah like, okay, you're not going to jail exactly over that. the things the trauma and the things that you've been went through are like I know like I just like said trauma, trauma but like it's teen yeah it's like it can still child you, children shit depending on the level like I was definitely manipulated and emotionally abused mm. by but like it, not important like at points of my life but it was never like. I don't know. I don't want to discredit what anyone goes through, but I think on paper without background information, yeah, you went through some fucking shit that like you can't make it sound less dark than it is. No, because it's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Let's. I love getting deep and like kind of vague about my life. Be but like, like, why am I listening to this? I don't know this bitch or anything about her, and she's not even answering my questions. Okay, but like, I'm gonna, we'll get there. Uh, yeah. Keep listening. Listen, guys. Keep listening if you want all your questions answered. Yeah, and this is just the beginning <laughs> of our friendship. Like, I can't just spew all my business and my tea to my newest friends. You yeah. know, like, I can't. I know so much dark shit that I have to stay anonymous. <laughs> no, I'm just actually scared of social media. I hate it. I mean, but a I lot don't mind like talking. Do. Like this yeah. is fine. It just feels like I'm talking to my friend. Exactly, and that's but the I, whole like, point. That's why I, I wanted like, to be. I don't do like I sound like. Okay, I don't like talking about this because I either sound like a an old fucking lady or b something that I'm more worried about a fucking pick me. Like <laughs> I just don't do that. Like no, but like Instagram. I don't. Know, I don't even know. I don't see, get it. Okay, but, but like, I just dead ass don't. But you're not the type of person that like literally doesn't even know how to work a phone type oh, shit. No, I'm always like lurking. you know how to use social My media. Can't you just even don't. Use phone. Like, exactly. It's you're not that like level. I like scroll on Facebook and I watch TikToks, but you're just I yeah. Guess you're not a good way to posting. say this. I don't post. Yeah. I'm always there. I'm always yeah. lurking. I'm yeah. always consuming. She media. knows all the tea. I know the she tea. Just, she's in the. That's why she's anonymous, guys. Right. I don't want her name. A personal is page anonymous. For myself. Like actually, her birth like given name is anonymous. My parents were creative, or not, depending on how you look at it. Or your name could be, like, Sky Blue. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know people's names John like Dunn that? Jane Doe. You know, you know, you know how, like, the hippie people, they used to name their kids after, like, objects? Oh, you mean the Kardashians? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people's places and things. That's their, oh my god, they shouldn't have merch that says people, places, and things and just have all the kids wear it. I just That would be so funny. Wouldn't that be funny? I just watched this video. No? Okay. Um, I was, it, this is about what you, you <laughs> fucking listen to me. I just watched a video about the Kardashians and, like, the Kardashian curse, which I knew of. Yeah. But I didn't realize that, like, I guess someone like did a quick rundown and it was like, oh, here's how Corey got fucked over. Here's how Lamar got fucked over. Here's how Scott, here's how Travis Scott. And it's like, yeah. I'm not fans of these men. I'm not a fan of these men because they're shitty, but it's like, 
are they just like they're I don't know. Do I believe that an Armenian witch put a curse on their no. family? So they, no, I do. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I mean, what it. the fuck do I know about them? But do I believe? I don't believe it because their mom is not Armenian. Their dad is Armenian, and I don't think the witch like. If anything, it's the curse that Kris Jenner created. Right, but Kris Jenner is nothing without Robert Kardashian. Mm. Because without Robert Kardashian, but she, she was, doesn't have Kim Kardashian. Right, but she was doing this shit herself. I feel like she would have got there regardless if it was Rob Kardashian or but I think whoever that the fuck. It could have maybe it could have been something where like the universe knew that the universe knew that yeah. she was like a crazy bitch who was yeah. gonna get get successful, yeah. and that's why she yeah. ended up with a man who has a curse mm-hmm. on him. Okay, again, I see. You I see, see your you point. See, okay, I see your point. Right? Again, this is <laughs> like I sound like a loon, but that's just how I feel. I feel like that could be a real thing. Yeah. Also, guys, this is, like, truly a conversation we're having with friends because we're, like, bouncing from everywhere. Like, we've talked about five different things in the span of, Oh, yeah, of, like, no, she said, minutes. do you want to do a podcast? And I said, sure. And then she turned it on. <laughs> All right, guys, this is the second Reddit thread that I got, and it's in the thread, relationship underscore advice. I, 30 male, noticed my fiancé, 29 female, isn't wearing her engagement ring in photos while traveling. Already wrong. Already not. My 30... Or your old fiance. My fiance's. My fiance has been traveling the last few weeks. We started out talking regularly, but she's gotten busy, and now we talk for about 20 to 30 minutes, only usually a day, and some days it's only a handful of texts. I've tried to be understanding that she must be tired from the work, and she does call me and text me, even if it's briefly or a single word or two. I don't follow social media a lot. Okay, we're bringing it back. It's all tying together. I'm psychic. But I started noticing on her post she's not wearing her engagement ring anymore. If she is out with coworkers or friends or if it's just a selfie, it's not there in any photo. For example, there are photos of her at bars without the ring. And also, she's posting a lot of photos with one of her coworkers and there is no ring. I don't know if they are related. He is a man and I did not think I needed to be... Why the fuck would you think they'd be related? <laughs> I'm like, wouldn't you know if they were related? Oh, oh you fucking idiot! <laughs> Not only are you an idiot, but when you were being dumb and I heard you say that, you made me be an idiot because he didn't mean like family. Like, why the fuck would like- they be related? <laughs> oh. Okay, guys. Fucking idiots. Idiots. <laughs> okay, I'll start over. Oh, great. And she also posts a lot of photos with one of her coworkers and there is no ring. I don't know if they are related. He is a man and I did not think I needed to be concerned. Maybe I should. He is His twice her age. Is a man? Or the the person that his fiance is associating yeah. with yeah. is a man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're getting cheated on. He is a man, and I Duh. did not think I needed to be concerned. Maybe I should. He is twice her age. I know one day when we were talking at night, he knocked on her hotel door, door and asked her if she wanted to grab dinner, and she told him she already had and was speaking to me. The ring situation looks like it started three weeks into her travel. She's been gone about nine weeks. She still messages me before bed, and it seems like she is in her hotel room when she goes to sleep. Should I be concerned? Yes, you should. I think you should be highly concerned. I mean, she's <laughs> on a work trip. I It learned... sounds like this bitch is in Italy or some shit. Let me tell you what I've learned recently. <laughs> Where I did I very... get that? Could not tell you. We love Italy. We're big travelers. <laughs> Go there all the time. I'm fucking stupid. I have a very close friend who I love to death. 
And this person has taught me. I literally. This person is like the little devil on my shoulder. Yeah. And then I have another friend who's like an angel on my shoulder. I love this bitch. Best friend. Like no shade to her. That is. Not I thought of her. the. I thought of her as soon as you started reading. Me it. too. And that's why I was like, okay. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a bit oblivious and naive to a lot of things. Like when it comes to, oh, I'll, I'll tell my friend a recount of a story that happened to me and my friend will be like, what do you mean they said that? This is what this means and blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, oh my God, of course you're right. I'm an idiot for not realizing that in the first place. So she's always kind of like waking me up to things that I'm really naive about. And apparently work trips is one of them. Mm. I learned through this person that if you have a secure relationship or whatever, but if you are questioning things and you also are with a significant other who travels for work by themselves with members of the opposite sex, there's a high chance that you're getting cheated on. It's like almost in every movie, every TV show, every every gossip thing you've ever heard. And I remember telling her like, it's no, always, like sure, maybe in your experience, and and then that's no, the thing. That's always my problem. Even every job. This friend that, that I have that. has very like. I don't want to use the word pessimistic. What's the word? I guess honest is really the word. Just all this stuff that seems like negative outlooks and like, oh no, not all men are trash. But then she can give you like a hundred examples and every single lived experience that she's ever had. And it's like, as much as I want to be the friend who is like, no, let's be positive. Or, oh no, like this, this guy could be different. Like give him a chance. Like you're just whatever. Every time she's right. Yeah. Every time. In five years. Five years of friendship, she's never been wrong about a gut feeling. <laughs> and she sounds crazy. There have been situations where I look at her and I'm like, where did you come up with that? You need to be medicated. And then the bitch is right. Yeah. So that's why as much as I don't have a lot of the same opinions on her on stuff, mm-hmm. it's not hard for her to get me to understand her point of view because she doesn't just pull the shit out it's, of thin air. It's, coming it's from based like, on her lived experience. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, I don't have a job, me, I'm, so, I don't have a job where I travel, so I wouldn't right. know. I mean, so in Best Buy, where I used to work, which I don't mind sharing that, um, I used to work at Best Buy, and we would have trainings, and some of the trainings would be, like, there's a certain, like, department in our uh, work, that I think it was computers, computer department, and they would have to go to, like, Orlando to, like, learn the new stuff that's coming out. Shit would go down there, because it'd be, like, a weekend full of events. Right. Shit would go down there... And it's not like all I know. I'm not. I don't know of anyone fucking each other or shit. But it was more of like gossip was being spread because we all work at the same building. But not only are we working the same building, we're working with and training with a whole bunch of people from other Best Buys around Florida. Right. It's like a sorority or fraternity or high school or something. Yeah. So one thousand percent, honey. And here's my other thing. Your girl, your fiance, she is definitely cheating on you. And, and this is like more of like a com like maybe not comical. That's not the right word, but like. something else I'm thinking about right is if she had expressed to you I don't have my ring on and here's why or if you were to ask her why aren't you wearing your ring which in my opinion if I was a dude who bought a ring that was expensive or that was sentimental whatever the reason is like that's a symbolic thing I would I would think that he has a right to ask her because I'm very big on I don't like controlling relationships I don't ever want to be controlled I don't want to ever control my boyfriend. Very laid back relationship. But I don't feel that to be a controlling question if it's no. asked in a, curio- a curious way. And not only it, not only are you right on that, but like 
Well, I guess it depends on some people and how fast they go in their relationships. Yeah. But, like, I feel like when you're in the fiancé stage of your relationship... You have to be comfortable You have enough. to be, like, I'm serious about this person. Because yeah. you're not going to just put a ring on somebody that you're not serious about or you don't right. see a future with, at least. And here's another thing. My boyfriend and I have, like, an inside joke slash, like, kind of a ha-ha, but also, like, not completely joking sort of thing where, like he is okay he's been like yeah if a dude at a bar wants to buy you a drink like obviously i'm not cheating on him or being disrespectful to him but i'm very open and honest with him Mm -hmm. like if a guy's gonna buy me a drink he's like get me one too Mm -hmm. shit i'll stand on the other side of the bar Mm -hmm. so if i'm ever you know maybe she wants to get some free drinks or get into a club okay yeah i understand i mean it can be denied or you can be one of those people who doesn't want to play into like the patriarchy but my opinion is we live in a world where as a woman you get certain privileges yeah and same thing as you know what i mean so to me i'm like if you're gonna do that cool but give your fiance the respect of being like hey my ring's off because i want free drinks right you don't have to worry like and again some relationships there isn't that like a lot of relationships can't cross or can't walk such a a tight line you know what i mean where it's like okay well what's the line between it's too far now and you're just getting a free drink between my boyfriend and i were easy yeah. Because we have that understanding. See, I think um, when I was, like, I'm not saying, I was, when I was with this guy, it was definitely not fiance, not even close to that shit. Mm-hmm. But I was in the bar, and this old guy came up to me, and, like, he bought me my drinks, but I came with the guy I came with, mm-hmm. you know? And was I flattered for getting a drink? Yes. Was it flattering? Like, it made me feel like, oh, my God, I'm that bitch? No, because he was fucking old and ugly. Right. And, like, the guy, Tyler, just, like, he was, like, yeah, just get a free drink. And I was just, like, you don't find that disrespectful? Like, I'm supposed to be yours, Okay, so, like, as, like, a different point of view. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. like, that's how I feel about the, Which, about, that's but that valid makes sense. Too. You and that's what, what I was thinking. And the reason why I think it makes sense is because I didn't feel valid within him anyways. Like, our relationship You wanted wasn't, him to care. Right. You wanted, you, well, that was the biggest problem between right. you two is he never did anything to show you he cared, and that would be a way. Even toxic or, or not toxic, it would be depending a way. on how yeah, you yeah. handled it. He but was it toxic. Show, right. He was toxic, yeah. and our relationship was toxic. So right. that's why I didn't have the valid feelings, and that's why I felt yeah. bad about and it. But if I was in a healthy relationship, I would be like... I don't know how I feel because I'd have to be in right, that situation to feel it. And I'm not going to sit here and say that a person is invalid or not valid for not wanting their partner no, yeah. to do that. Like if yeah. like if, if you had a, a serious yeah. boyfriend and you were in my shoes and you were like, I don't want him getting yeah. free drinks at a girl's or my boyfriend doesn't want me, that's yeah. fine because that's your right. That's how you, you need feel. to establish right. those boundaries within your relationship. Yeah. My relationship is very laid back. We have very, very serious trust in one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I'm speaking from a place of privilege on that because we've had the opposite of a tumultuous relationship. There's not any trauma tied to our specific relationship. Which is really good. And like, I'm, I'm proud. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, I'm proud of myself. We have yeah. a really healthy relationship, and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for it. Um, but I won't lie. Like, in the beginning, because I was so used to being around people who were so toxic, and I was so used to very high highs and very low lows that when I first started being with him and it was kind of even keel and not emotionally draining because I was so addicted to that trauma before it almost felt like something was missing or 
it was like a boring relationship or something and now looking back I feel stupid Mm -hmm. that I was worried about that because it's like no bitch it's not boring you're just like happy and content like and not in like a boring way was like oh I'm bored of him I don't have fun of him no it's like we don't fight and there's no anger and there's no whatever like yeah yeah Yeah, it's a healthy loving relationship Mm -hmm. but I did want to talk about this one because I wanted to bring it back up, but she did say, because we were talking about social media, right? We weren't, Yeah, right? and then she said... Um, she, she like, st- stopped taking her... She took her ring off even when she was taking, like, selfies of herself. Just for social media purposes. So it's like... Did you take it off once and forget to put it back on? And also... There's, that's see, confusing. that's a problem with these. I always have so many more questions because I'm like, okay, is she, like hotel hopping or has she been in one location for nine weeks but I think I mean even if she was hotel hopping either way I'm like all I can think of is if I had an engagement ring the one place I would want it to be is on my finger because I would be scared I would lose it yeah not only would you lose it but like to show other people that you're not I mean but clearly she if she's taking off a ring and it's purposeful but that's the thing it's Sorry. in my opinion it's all about intention why not are you only is it about, about intention but even if she was taking off her ring to like use the bath or take a shower or whatever it was mm-hmm. and she forgot to put it back on you've been there for three weeks he said you should have noticed it was gone mm-hmm. right you should have noticed and that's that's my whole thing is it sounds like this person as of the time they were posting this thingy hasn't asked and maybe that's due to fear of that person getting defensive. And I mean, it it's, it does say, should I be concerned? So he is asking, I mean, this little thread so is probably should maybe, He's more laid back and he's like, maybe he, I'm just yeah. overthinking it. I think... Maybe this is his first time like going through something like that. And I think... Because like, you don't want to be accusatory yeah. when you're like, you're, when you're a good person, you don't want to be accusatory because you don't want the other person to feel like they, now you have doubt in them. Right. I guess the way I look at it is like, the healthiest form of communication, in my opinion, is, is to it. just ask. And yeah. it doesn't need to be accusatory. It doesn't need to be where the hell is but your But maybe wing? that's the worry. Right. You know, like, because even if he's coming off of it as, like, with caring, like, hey, I just want to know, like, where's yeah. your ring at? And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, she would get right. abrasive But in my opinion, him. the second she gets abrasive, it's, it's like that's a, when an it's admission like, oh, of you guilt. told me. It's like, oh. I like, if it was out. one of those things where it was, oh, what... Cute picture, all you guys look like you're having some yeah, fun. Yeah. Wait a second, where's your ring? Like, yeah. I haven't seen your ring. Yeah. For anyone to have a response other than, oh, I don't like wearing it to work because maybe it's worth a lot, and depending on what this person's job is, they work with their hands, or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like they were cleaning or doing their makeup. There are reasons to take the ring off, and I have friends who sometimes just. I've engaged friends who will take off their ring and just straight up don't wear it to work ever because, just because of whatever their job is. She's in mm. nursing, so she can't, like, she puts that gloves on and, and whatever, sense. you know? So, But I would still, like, hold it on me until I have to get in there and then put Right, and some people, I don't want to use the word, like, what's the word when you, like, like things? Why can't I think of this word? When you like things? Not superficial materialistic Material. not materialistic because that has a, a, a negative con- connotation but some people the ring means so much and some people it doesn't maybe mean as much and just because the ring's not on your finger doesn't mean you're not being loyal to that person and it truly does kind of depend on the dynamic of your relationship right 
I mean, if my anonymous boyfriend um, <laughs> bought me an engagement ring, I know, just knowing our relationship and knowing him, he would save for it and he would buy me a nice one. And rightfully so, if I was waltzing around without it on, not in a controlling way, like I owe him yeah. anything, but he'd be like, where the hell's the ring? Yeah, like, yeah. why the fuck did I spend however All much money, money on, on this? Yeah. Like, I didn't buy it for you to keep in the box in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm so a server. Their own. You know what I mean? But I feel or another great example. I work as a server. I will make more tips without my engagement ring on. Right. Yeah. That just is what it is. Again, if your partner is... Okay with it. Okay with that, do then that. Do but it. you need to be honest. Because in my opinion, the second you take that ring off and your partner doesn't know, and you're not cheating. I don't think that. I don't think it's that serious. But I do think it It's a, It symbolizes respect in my opinion. Exactly. And like, she's doing this when she's like traveling for work. Right. Like... She's with these people probably for long periods of time. And it sounds like the man to who know she's them. around a lot is aware of her husband. So it's not like she's trying to hide that she has a husband. She said, oh, I, I opened the door the and said, I'm talking to so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've I would seen be some shit and I'm like, period. did, she, did yeah. she stage it? Did she say, yeah. oh, come yeah. to my door and knock on the door so that I can say I'm talking to so-and-so so he thinks I'm telling people about him? Or the other way around where he comes in, he knocks in and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm on the phone with... She didn't say the name. She just said, I'm on the phone with him. Mm. She could have been talking about her brother, her best her friend, friend. Her uncle, yeah. Yeah, like, he, we don't know if she was on speaker, if she was, or right. if he could even hear what was going on. Right. You know? But, yeah, I think this guy, as the sole advice of what we both think, I'm pretty sure we agree that <laughs> he should ask her what's going on. I wouldn't say worry until should, you he see He said, response. should I be concerned? He said, yes. I, I mean, we say yes, you should be concerned. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the worry should come dependent on, on her what the response is when you question it. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be accusatory. And I would almost advise to try your best to not make it accusatory because as a person myself, I'm de- I can be defensive. I know that. Like, I'm quick to be defensive. Um, and that's obviously something I work on. But I'm literally trying to put myself in those shoes. And if my boyfriend was like, I just, for example, he bought me these beautiful earrings for Christmas. And when I don't wear them, he's like, where the hell are those earrings? Those are expensive. And it's just very jokey. It's not because he's controlling me. He is curious. He does care about where they are. He does care that I wear them and get use out of them. But the second he would come up to me, if he were to ever be like, where are your earrings? Like, why aren't you wearing those? I spent the money. I'd be like, what's weird about that is I decided I never want to wear earrings again. So what the fuck are you going to do about it? (laughs) Fuck you. Right. Like, and I know myself. I know I'm the first to be like, what's weird about that is I put the engagement ring in my butt because it's mine and you can't tell me what to do. Mm. But, you know, that's because that. you need to have that mutual respect, I guess. Okay. So the next one I have to read, I actually read this one. So this is one I read like a few days ago that I saved. I guess I did save one. Interesting. So I'm just going to pretty much read it and then we're going to do our advice and then we should be done with today's episode. All right. So should I, male 33, not be upset at my wife, 29 female, anymore for telling me I'm not attractive? Wait. (laughs) Okay. I have been married to my wife for two and a half years and together for eight years. Aside from the situation I'm going to describe, we have really not had any significant problems. We communicate well. We can... We compromise, so we we communicate well, we compromise. We have great banter, and we genuinely love each other. I have considered myself extremely lucky. 
A bit of relative context about myself. When I was 22, I ran marathons and even an ultra marathon and got into pretty good shape. Then grad school and life happened and I got somewhat sed- sedentary. I got to about 180 pounds at 5'6". I wouldn't call it fat by any means, but certainly not fit. Fast forward to the incident. She tells me she feels disconnected from me. I didn't feel this, so of course I became concerned and sat down with her to try to get out of her way she felt. What? (laughs) I didn't feel this, so of course I became... (laughs) You're like, I'm just going to skip to the next line. (laughs) No, I tried to read it over. I didn't feel this, so of course I became concerned and I sat... And I sat down with her to try to get out of her why she felt that way. I was calm and wanted to continue our habit of communicating effectively. She started crying and I was eventually able to get her to explain what she said and has been burned into my memory ever since. I'm not attracted to you anymore. Your body changed. This was brutal to hear. I reacted pretty calmly as that's my general disposition, but internally I was freaking out. It felt like a form of trust had been broken. By that, I mean a common understanding between us was no more. On top of that, in the days that followed, she tried to gaslight me into thinking it didn't really happen and that she meant something else by it. Frankly, the words were clear. This resulted in me getting back to running. She got into cycling, and out of support, I decided to go with her a few times, only to realize I actually enjoyed it, too. It's now our thing together. I've lost weight and feel better physically. But I find that I am upset at her a a lot for it all, even today, and I'm probably not going to... And I'm probably not doing a good job of hiding that from her. I feel like even if she did feel that way about me, it wasn't okay to say it to me. I felt like she was, should have made an effort to suggest us work out together, but she never did. Even if that's what we ended up doing in the end, in fact, neither of us were working out. I used to be a very confident guy, and that was one of the things she was initially attracted to me for. But now, I have a constant negative thoughts about myself. Of course, a lot of ne- negative thoughts are about my physical appearance, but it's even spread in some, in some sense I hate myself. But it even spreads everything else. I think I'm depressed from it, and in some sense, I hate myself. I can also feel myself starting to resent her as I don't feel like she's done enough to make up for it, and I'm not convinced she cares. It seems like she wants to pretend it never happened. But I'm wondering if I'm wrong for that. She literally only said one thing, and if it weren't for that, I'd have no problem. I don't think she really deserves it, and maybe I'm just a pathetic asshole for being this upset over one statement, and I just need to get over it. How bad is it for your spouse to say I'm not attracted to you anymore? Your body changed. I almost am incapable of believing that all of these deep-rooted feelings of literally, like, hating yourself and blah, 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 like this person described, is all due to one comment that your significant other made. Mm-hmm. Maybe that... Opened it. Lit the match. Yeah. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like there is some significant disconnects in communication between the two of them. And as much as I agree that she should have phrased it differently... Um, because think of it, if roles were reversed and it was a man talking to a woman who had just had a baby or was working in her career in college and said, I'm not attracted to you anymore, I would be hurt. And I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword because you need that communication. Physical attraction for a lot of people is super important. Some people it's less important. It just depends on who you are as a person. But I do agree that it could have been framed differently, like, oh, let's work out together. Or, you know, the other day I was talking to my boyfriend. Both of us have gained weight. I was like, we're both getting fat. We need to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't a thing. I certainly hope he's not hating himself at night. Like, we laughed about it, and then we ate shitty food. You know what I mean? Whatever. But 
I truly can't believe that all of these feelings are due to that one comment. And I think that unfortunately this person hasn't come to that realization yet. Yeah, I think that's exactly how I feel. Um, I agree. I think that he felt this way initially about himself, that he just didn't realize he felt that way about himself. Even when he wasn't. Like gaining he, weight, he, he when he even when he was skinny and muscular and running marathons, he probably didn't like his body his body mm-hmm. then either. But even more so because he gained weight after being so fit, right. and that's how he feels internally, subconsciously. And then now his wife is telling him, telling it to him to his face. Do I agree she should have said it like that? No, I do agree she should have been like, "Hey, let's why don't we like work out together." Even though we all know what that means when they say, well, let's work out together. We know what it means. Right. However, I'd rather you say that to me knowing what it means than well, saying it to my face. Is it's not to be like, to you're fat, I don't like it. you anymore. Yeah. You're fat, you're ugly. It's, I like, want to have that You're like, let's attraction. help each other, yeah. do this together. Absolutely. And I do not like that the fact that she gaslit him into acting like she never said that because I, if I was her I'd, and I said that and I realized after the fact that I heard his feelings, I would have owned that apologize shit. Apologize and rewind. I own that shit and I'd be like, listen, I know I said that and I truly did not mean it in the mm-hmm. way that you interpreted it. And that's not me saying, I'm sorry say that it. I hurt you. Yeah. It's more of like, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I want to help you type shit. If that was her intention. If her intention was to really hurt your feelings, then... Right. She fucking did and that. And that's something that I'm very big on. And I always say um, the number one thing to me is intention. Yeah. So yes, words and actions matter. That's just factual. However, I think that details and intention, like I don't believe anything is black or white. I think everything is a gray area. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the intention was pure and the execution was not and I agree like you said that is something maybe that he's owed an apology for Mm. but are you really that mad at the words are you mad at yourself for not doing something sooner Mm. were you already feeling some type of way about yourself and then somebody else besides your own mind saying that those words out loud to you making it kind of real Mm. made it reality Mm. and kind of you didn't like the way that felt Mm. I guess I just get the vibe that it would have been anyone. Like, it sucked that it was his wife, and then he has to have this resentment towards his wife. But I just get the vibe that, like, he wasn't ready to accept. Yeah, and I know? think because he see, he feels resentment for her a little bit because she does, he because he, he said he doesn't believe she actually, like... He thinks her intentions were good. Yeah. But he also, he said, like, he's resenting her for saying those words. He said. Well, it okay let's simplify it let's say that it's not as deep as i think it to be and it really is something as shallow as he got fat she said it in a mean way she apologized whatever like even if she didn't gaslight him which i think is fucked up in and of itself it's kind of one of those things where you have a a decision to make okay she said but now i have constant negative thoughts about myself of course a lot of the negative thoughts are about my physical appearance but it's even spread to everything else. I think I'm depressed from it, and in some sense, I hate myself. I can also feel myself starting to resent her as I don't feel like she's done enough to make up for it. And I'm not convinced she cares. It seems like she wants to wants to pretend it never happened. Yeah, I just... I think that that's like... That tells me that's... Fucked up. That cannot... If there is a person in your life who can say one sentence to you like this scenario, and it can truly 
result in a mental health spiral to the point that this person seems to be describing, there's more to it. Uh, Yeah, 1,000% there's more to it. And clearly, but like, sorry for that. We (laughs) don't, like, we don't know these people. So what if, like, we don't know, because I feel like there's, obviously there's more to the story. Right. I guess the way I would I would answer that is on a very um, shallow surface level, let's just say this person is bothered by the specific choice of words his wife used. Like, let's just call it like they claim it to be. He is bothered by this and the way it was handled and this specific situation is resulting in issues in his relationship. And if this were a person in my life and those were all the details I was given, I would say, okay... You need to sit down and have a real conversation with yourself. And you need to understand that the past can't change. Your partner cannot change actions that they've already committed. They can't take words that they've already said back. It, it's not, that's not a thing. It can't happen. So instead of sitting around and resonating on the fact that you wish it had never happened, that's not going to get you anywhere. You need to think in yourself and really decide whether or not it's something you can get over. If you don't feel that you can get over it or you don't feel that the other person is taking the steps they should take to help you get over it, then the fair thing to do to both them and yourself is to end it. Because sitting around with a person who A, is trying to make it better and you know in your heart that no matter what they do, it's not going to make it better. Or B, you're telling them how they can make it better and they're not putting that effort in. Either way, it sounds like that is not a situation you should be in. I agree, but if it was me and I was the friend who was being told all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that you guys need, like, couples counseling, however long you guys have been together. It seems like you guys have been together for a long time, Mm -hmm. so I feel like couples counseling would be best before you just go the route of, like, ending it. Right. Because it could be something you guys could fix because, like you said in the whole thing, this was something the first time you've ever felt any way towards her. By just the words she said. And my assumptions could be wrong. This could be a person who those words truly traumatized and affected them. Like, who am I to say that that one sentence couldn't screw up no, yourself I'm like not, that yeah, much? Yeah. I just am hard-pressed to believe that there is that much deep-rooted self-hatred from what... No, I don't I'm know. Not, I, I, what I'm saying is, go to couples counseling. But not only do you have to go to couples counseling, you have to go to therapy yourself. Because mm-hmm. you clearly don't... There's something within you that you... Like, don't see basic, there. Yeah, like you you hurt got hurt by these feelings from your wife or fian- wife, I think you said. And you got hurt by what she said and it hurts you to the point where it's affecting every other part of who you are, mm-hmm. which is not healthy because then you're going to feel like so negative about yourself in every aspect of your life. You're just going to stay right. in this depressive pit. Mm-hmm. And it's something like I think everyone has to go through this at one point because I think I went through this as well. But just feeling my own internal ugliness, not necessarily like someone pointed it out. Mm -hmm. But I started being so self-aware of everything I was doing. But even like my weird quirkiness that I was like, just who I am as a person, I was self-aware of that. And being like, trying to think what other people are thinking in their brains of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just did something so embarrassing. They probably caught that and were like, oh my God, what the fuck is this bitch doing? That's, I get that. I understand. But I think it's something we all have to go through to get to the next stage in life. So I think therapy is going to be the best bet for you yeah. personally, but also for your relationship if you continue, if you want to be in this relationship. If you don't want to be in this relationship and you think she truly doesn't care about you, 
then if you think she doesn't care about you, then why are you with her? Because right. you're not, you don't have any stability when you're in this relationship with her. You feel nothing with this person mm-hmm. because you think she hates you and you hate yourself. So. And kind of going along with what you said, I think therapy would be helpful just because it's not mentally healthy for a human to be so drastically affected by one thing a person said. Yeah. Now, it's different if this person has been doing and saying passive-aggressive mm-hmm. things that have led you to this mindset, whatever. But let's say it is, again, as simple as like it he says, said, yeah. And that one sentence allowed you it. to spiral in the way. Like, that's something that isn't healthy that you deserve to be able to learn how to work through. I think also it could be she said it they were like let's go to the workout together they've been working out they got healthy again Mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck and he just basically what he did was he just swept it under the rug like she kind of wanted it to how she he's been saying she's been doing it like yeah so he's like yeah there is literally zero communication because he hasn't talked to her about anything right he hasn't talked to her about how he felt in the moment he hasn't talked to to her about how he felt after it, like, while they were working out together, like, he has not expressed his emotions at all to this person. So, of course, he feels that way. I feel like once he just opens up and talks about it, I'm sure, like, the shit will go... Right. I get the vibe his brain even... is dis- disguising a deeper-rooted issue in not only... it being a problem with the one sentence. Not only is it being, like, there's a problem with you just having that one sentence, but he hasn't healed at all like he hasn't even talked about how, what he's telling us he hasn't even expressed to his girlfriend or wife or whoever the fuck and when he, he says not said like, anything. oh i don't feel that they're doing enough okay it's because you haven't said anything to her and she's probably them, like if you i don't even know what the fuck is going learn. on you can't that's another big thing you can never expect anyone to read your mind exactly and if you want somebody to know something you have to tell them exactly and going back to me feeling like i'm self-aware of people around me like thinking of all this shit mm-hmm. that is not real that's okay when you go to the gym and you think people are looking at you the whole time. They're not looking at you because they're paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. So just because I'm self-aware about my quirks and what the fuck I'm doing and how embarrassing I am, that's just something I have to start accepting about myself. And that's, like, that's just me. Like, I can't change anything about myself in that aspect because nothing... Nor should you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. I'm just overanalyzing a situation, overanalyzing myself because at that point in time, I did not like myself. So everything I did, I hated it. And right. I knew people, I, I felt as if other people hated it as well and they were making fun of me. So then my self-worth was plummeting even more. So I think right now, his self-worth is down the drain, obviously by what she said, but not only that, he's keeping himself locked in it because he hasn't even talked to anybody right. about he's it. he's like letting himself be trapped in his own head. Exactly. And I got, I've been there before, I understand completely what you're feeling, but it takes a stronger person to get out of it. And if you're self, well, I don't know if you're self-aware, but if I, I'm self-aware enough to that, I knew I needed help. So I got mm-hmm. help. But yeah, I think this was it for today's episode. The last thing I want to do is a song recommendation because that's something I do every single time I'm done with my podcast. I have to recommend a song, an album, something. So we're going to be searching for that. I have a song recommendation, but you might hate it. I don't care. Go ahead. I literally don't know. I just was in the car driving around and it just came on. It's called Try Losing One and it's by Tyler Braden and Sydney... 
Siroda, if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. Hadn't heard of these people. It was literally just on a Spotify radio. Came up. It's called Try Losing One, and it fucking smacks. It's a cry song, though. Like, it's definitely a sad song, but there's some harmony work in there that is just is magnificent. It country? Um, yeah, like country slash sad boy music. Okay. That was my anonymous roommate bestie's recommendation. We have different music tastes that <laughs> coincides. Like, it definitely, like, we cross yeah. paths, but it's definitely, definitely I, different. I listen, to, I listen to some country yeah, sometimes. Yeah, especially when I blast it in the house and you have no fucking choice. Yeah. I like a little bit of Morgan Wallen. My kid. More of his old stuff, I guess. All right, I have two recommendations. Also, I forgot to say this. You can recommend even movies, TV shows, anything you want. It doesn't have to be music. So... Mm, the first one I have to recommend is On the Street by J-Hope featuring J. Cole. Please go listen. Please go watch. It's a really, like, it's a cute bop. It goes hard, but it's sad. Just if you're, if you love BTS, like I love BTS, you know it's a bit of an emotional one because he's leaving for the army. So this is, like, his song that he made for army. Well, that's- Yay very depressing i know but j cole is on it which makes it like 10 times even better because j cole is like his muse and like you know it's really heartfelt and my second recommendation is going to be the kali uchis album it came out like two weeks ago i believe but the my favorite song off the album is moonlight because it's just the just good but yeah so that's it for today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed this little thing that i did little thingy thing this little thing i hope you guys enjoy this episode and please make sure to follow my ig page just doing my best underscore the podcast please if you have any recommendations for other topics i should talk about or if you want to give your own advice on the things that we talked about today email just doing my best the pod at gmail i'll put in the description link And yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.